Welcome to Coach's Corner with Paul Ibarra, a place for real talk, nuggets, and motivation to get you rocking. If you like his content, drop him a review and send him an email with any questions at recoverycoach at setfreelife.net. Now, here's your host, Paul Ibarra. Hey guys, Coach Paul Ibarra here. One of my greatest passions in life is to help others be set free. I walked through a life of anger, bitterness, rejection, addiction, battled the the stuff in life, the things that kept holding me back because of my childhood, my past, the crazy things that I did, and it was hard for me to move past my past. If that's you, or if anything that I've ever spoken about has resonated with you, and you wonder, I wonder how I can get to that place where Paul is at for my life for my family, for my home, and for my business. Do yourself a huge favor. Click the link below. I want to offer my services to you as a coach for one hour. Let's find out if my program is the program for you. Now, let's face it. There's thousands of programs out there, but there's not one like mine. I specialize in uncovering all the stuff that overwhelms you in life, all the stuff that you've been carrying around, and we remove that stuff slowly and we find the gift that's inside of you and we set that thing free. So click the link below. Let's get you on a complimentary session and let's rock this show. God bless. Welcome to episode number 13. I am so excited and so stoked because we continue to stay consistent with doing these podcasts. And I want to thank all of our supporters and those who are not only uh, subscribed to our blog cast on my website, but those that have subscribed to iTunes and those who are following us on Spotify and iHeartRadio. I just want to give a huge shout out right now to a very good friend of mine, Irma Richardson. I've known Irma for about 10 years and she continues to send emails every week saying, man, this one was fire. This one was great. Um, and so the last one that we did was with Christine Moore. And she's like, man, this one right here was fire. So Irma, thank you so much for all of your support. Uh, thank you for always praying for us and always keeping us in your prayers and keeping us in your thoughts. And those who are out there that we don't know that are praying for you, we would love to hear from you. So you can email me at recoverycoach at setfreelife.net, or you can go to my website, setfreelife.net, and you can also uh, visit our testimonies page. There's a testimonies page that is written that says why set free. And then there's video testimonies as well with, uh, with my co-host on SoulFit, Chrissy Moore and her life and what God did to her and for her through our ministry, which is set free. So with that being said, I just wanted to get all of that out there and just thank everyone who is coming in, those that are supporting, those who just continue to pour into us. We couldn't do this without you and those financial supporters that are sending a sponsorship every month so that we can continue to do what we do. All right. So the question today is this, how do you overcome the obstacles in life that continue to bombard you and slow you down? You know, that's a question that we always put to the wayside. I put it to the wayside for years, right? Going through life and just doing business, doing ministry, doing marriage, doing friendships, doing drugs, doing alcohol, just doing life, the stuff that comes along with it, right? We get up every day. Once we get better, we pray to the wee hours of the night. 
we fast, we meditate on the word of God, and we constantly push for the greater things in life as if, as if our lives depended on it. Or do we? That's a question that we have to really ask ourselves. Because in this process of life, of changing habits, of doing the internal work along with the Holy Spirit, I don't ever want anyone to think that I'm just all about application and leaving God out of it. No, without God, I wouldn't be able to apply the things that I'm learning today. And so in these podcasts and in my coaching, I teach all the time that there's a process that you have to go through, not maybe you can go through it and maybe you'll be set free. And, you know, let's break the stigma of what people may be hearing right now saying, oh, okay, so you're Xing God out of this conversation and you're going to set us free. No, 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 no. It's principles that's in the word of God. Jesus came to set you free. However, it's your job to deal with your junk. You follow what I'm saying? And so that's what I want to touch on today is those obstacles, those things that we constantly push and we grind for through our life. This thing that we call life, this thing that is constantly in our face every single day. I mean, let's face it. We're busy with everything, work, social media, um, just everything, right? So though pushing and grinding for more makes you feel accomplished, are you pushing away those things that just may be the key elements for less exertion and holding on to the things that make you even more exhausted? Staying busy isn't the key to success. Sometimes the pause is needed in order for motion and action to actually collide to bring the greater results. I think what happens so many times is we're so focused on the result, like I've said before, and we don't enjoy the journey in between. You see, God gave us a timestamp in our life that we have this life to live within this time frame. And he's given us everything that is required, everything that is required. And it's up to us to use it because the truth is, is that meaningful change does not require radical change. It takes those little things in life to move you forward. And sometimes we might need that coach. Sometimes we might need that pastor. But one thing that we always need is the accountability to somebody else, right? So getting back to topic, the push in life can actually be the obstacle that keeps getting in your way to your own success. So if you can imagine this, let's paint a picture. All right. Picture a person, male or female, pushing a cart that is filled with boxes, trash, old fence posts, books, clothes, dishes, toys, and maybe a person stuffed in this shopping cart or even a small size trailer. They have the momentum of the push and they continue to keep going further and further. And through time, the wheels have either caught a rock in them or the tires have gotten a thorn and are slowly losing air. But this person continues to keep pushing and all that is inside of them is beginning to slow down. Their body is weary. Their mind is defeated and their soul just can't take anymore. I know I'm talking to somebody today. The spirit of this man or woman is depleted, but they've been taught in life to just keep pushing and never give up. How many here in this podcast have been taught that? How many here in this podcast has been taught in the last 20 to 30 years multitask? 
Continue the push. Keep going for more. Don't worry about your problems. Just leave the stuff there. Let's keep rocking this thing. Let me ask you this question. How can you ever let go of something that you never had a hold of? I'm going to ask that again. How can you ever let go of something that you never had a hold of? That's what happens in our life, in our walk to be set free is we think, okay, we're just going to, you know, we're just going to forget about our past and we're going to move forward. You can never get rid of something that you never got a hold of. And so you have to be able to uh, take a hold of something and you have to come confront that thing. You'll never conquer what you don't confront. You've got to look at your life and say, okay, here's where I screwed up. Here's where I messed up. Now, do we stay there? Absolutely not. But we look at that and we say, okay, here's the realization. Even if it hurts for those few seconds and those few moments and those few days and those few weeks, even those few months, but it's that place where we really truly understand that we need a savior. You follow what I'm saying? And so what happens in our life as, as, we're, as we're carrying these carts and we're, we're pushing these trailers of life, right? Someone has come along to either help them and notice that the cart is full and all of all the, all those contents that are above. And everything that is inside this cart can really be thrown away. But the one that has pushed for so long continues to hold on to these things. See, there's a point where you can take a hold of something, confront it and release it or take a hold of something, 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 take a hold of something. Does it sound like a broken record? Absolutely. Because that's what happens in your mind. I've got to hold on to this thing that I screwed up. I've got to hold on to this thing that happened to me. I got to hold on to this thing that continues to weigh me down every single day. But when you confront it and you defeat it with the power of God, you're able to release, right? So these people that are holding on to these things, right? So the boxes are the memories that have been locked away that they never really wanted to expose but they still want to take a peek at them every now and then the trash. Well, the trash that they haven't quite thrown away yet. And it's to the point where it all stinks. Now maggots have formed and have corrupted the area. But this person has become so accustomed to the smell that it has become familiar to them. I know I'm speaking directly to somebody today, if not myself, there's those things in life that we continue to go back to that are familiar we're not animals, guys. The Bible says a dog returns to his vomit. That's the same with us when we continue to go back to those things that continue to hinder us, that continue to destroy us, that don't add value to us. And God wants to release you from that. But it's those familiar places in life that we really, truly have to set free, right? So now you may be asking yourself, why in the world would anyone keep any old fence posts, man, this is a revelation that God gave me a couple of days ago. And I was sitting here writing, you know, and I was like, man, this is, <clears throat> this is good stuff. And so when I kept writing, I'm like, okay, people are going to ask why in the world would anyone keep the old fence post? The fence post represents the landmarks that were deeply rooted in their life that held together the places that kept them protected. I know you can see this as I'm, as I'm talking about it, as you're driving your car, as you're cooking dinner, as you're washing dishes, as you're watching your kids or, or just chilling out, listening to this podcast. 
It's that thing that held together those protected places. These posts held the pieces of fencing together that were the good memories of family, security, and the love that once were a part of the surroundings that kept them protected. And now all they have left are the memories of those landmarks. So those fence posts is the landmark that was established for safety. And the books, well, those are the words that were never written down to help someone else through their journey. Those are the words in the journals that were never written because of the pain in their hearts and minds. Because of the state of mind this person is, they feel they have no worth to help someone else in their journey because they're stuck because of the bad things that they are still holding on to that maybe they have done as well. You see, it's not just about the bad things that have happened to us because when those bad things happen to us, we, we begin to form habits in our minds of, of who we are because of where we've been. And so sometimes we'll take that and it will manifest out of us in a different way or in the same way. And so that's why we wonder why, Am I in an abusive relationship when my mom was in one and I hated it? Why am I in a in an abusive relationship and I saw my dad going through it or my aunts and uncles? And why am I the abuser? It's because of the thing that we were around that's attached to us that has to be broken. So the clothes, well, we all need clothes, right? These were the things that are in the cart. We have to stay covered and warm in this journey of life. The only thing about these clothes is that they're worn, torn, dirty, and are about ready to be thrown out. But through the push that they were taught, they felt as if they didn't deserve a new covering. They didn't deserve the covering that people wanted them to have, or they didn't deserve the covering that they once had. They didn't feel that with this trashy, beat up life, new clothes wouldn't change a thing. So they continue to wear these clothes and carry them around. And the dishes. I know this is like simplistic stuff and it may be like, eh, whatever. But the dishes, well, we all have to eat, right? But these particular dishes are not just ordinary dishes. These are the ones that were displayed on the special days, the Christmases, the Thanksgivings, the birthdays the visits from grandma and grandpa and the visits from aunts and uncles, the visits for the reunions and just those visits, right? Those things that were special. Those were the special times that are locked in the boxes and the toys. Oh my God, the toys, the person was once a child that was playing in the mud, creating forts, spending time with friends and family within the fences that kept them secure. The special moments inside the warm, cozy house were spent under that table, listening quietly to the older ones' conversations about their child's future, eating out of those wonderful plates and dishes and glasses and cups and surrounded by that fence that kept them protected and and all of the stuff, the warm, fuzzy clothes, all of those things, the memories that came forth from this place were always in the back of their mind and they never had to worry because this place was the safe place. Anyone here resonating with this? Anyone here can relate to what I'm talking to or what I'm talking about, I mean? And then all of a sudden, something began to happen. Day after day, month after month, and year after year, the conversations begin to dwindle. And if you can picture it, 
the people begin to disappear like in a movie when they show people are alive and then all of a sudden they just fade out. Those memories begin to fade out. They begin to dwindle and spring forth tension and arguments. What was once the safe place, the place of safety, slowly emerged into the place of utter darkness. Although the Sunday after church rituals took place, there was always that underlying wondering of when those plates would crash underneath the earth of the family and cause the greatest earthquake to take place. You ever been in that situation where slowly through time, the family visits begin to dwindle, the pain begin to arise, the abuse was starting to be noticed. The words were no longer affirmation, but they were destruction. You ever been in that place? The uh, This utter darkness wasn't just something that appeared. First, it was like a foggy morning and you didn't anticipate the night before. You were able to walk through it and see just a little further ahead. But if your eyes weren't careful, you would not be able to see the objects that were the stumbling blocks in your walk. And that's where the darkness began to set in. Some that are reading this or listening to this podcast can relate to this person. Some may not. And I'm here to tell you today, I'm that person. I was that person. I think the first thing that comes to mind when I asked the question about the cart and it being pushed, a picture of a homeless person, you probably pictured a homeless person just like I did. It's because of the perception of what the cart is and associated with a person that has a filled cart with all of his or her, her possessions. So whether you've been homeless or not, you have carried around this cart. Whether you were raised in a perfect home, you own a cart. Whether you were the street kid or the ballet dancer, you carry this cart. Whether you were a church goer as a child or rebellious as hell, you carry this cart. Whether you own a business and have it all together, you, my friend, carry this cart. Every single one of us have a place that we carry our junk. We carry our stuff. We may be stuck. We may be moving past our past. We may be in our present dealing with that and working through that with a coach or a pastor or even yourself or a 12-step program, right? You may not have all the contents above, but you, my friend, you carry a cart. But there is one distinctive item that is in this cart that I haven't mentioned. (laughs) And that is the person. This is the item we all have in common and we share its position. We are either carrying ourselves or carrying another person in life that we either miss or are bound to. You see, the obstacles in life are more illuminated when we, when we can actually name where they are coming from. To say that we are bound is not an easy statement and it isn't easiest thing to funnel down to the root. But if we can be totally honest with ourselves, we could take a few minutes of our lives and remember back and begin to paint pictures of the people, places and things that have a name that we have placed in our cart. These things have weighed us down and we've learned how to survive. We've learned how to manage through life and raise our kids. But how different are you than the little boy above that once had all the safety in life only begin to see the seams of the material of was of what was once family begin to unravel and come undone. This fog begins to set in and the things that you have carried around begin to be more evident to those around you until utter darkness sets in. Is this taking place now in your life or has it already taken place now that you've carried your cart? Do you see those around you that are in your care beginning to isolate and hush up just a little more? 
is their voice being stifled and once again beginning to fill their own cart? Are you looking into your cart and seeing the hurts exposed and the boxed memories still taped up? Where are you? And the last question I'm going to ask for yourself and for myself is, who am I? Who am I? I want you to ask yourself that. And I'm going to pause for about five seconds, 10 seconds. And I'm going to re-ask that question. I'm going to let it sink in for a minute. And I want you to ask yourself this. Who am I? Are you the obstacle that needs to be removed? Either way, there's a heart matter that needs to take place. I too have worked through my cart, guys, of life and discovered that through Christ, prayer and application, I was set free and you can be set free as well. The first step is to surrender your heart to Christ and to allow him to really become the person that he has called you to be. But there has to be the foundation of redemption in your life. If you haven't given your heart to Christ, you can do so now. There's no perfect prayer. You can say your own prayer or you can say a prayer, something like this. Lord Jesus, I have come to realize today I need a savior that I can give all my sin and burden to. I give you my life, my heart, my past, my present, and my future, my calling, my passions, everything. I give it to you. I give you my money. I give you my marriage. I give it all to you. And I ask that you take over my life and continue to walk with me from this day forward. I confess you as Lord and Savior over my life in Jesus' name. Amen. And that's all there is to it, my friend. Sometimes we overcomplicate things and we think other things that we need to do to to have this thing with God. But you know what? This year, I'm I'm putting it in in the atmosphere in our church. God is great that no matter what your sin is, no matter what your situation is, God continues to be great. And I pray that this has helped you today. I know I went a little long, but this was really one of those deep thinking articles that I just couldn't stop writing, guys. So I'm going to ask you this question. If any of my blogs or podcasts have resonated with you. I want you to do yourself a huge favor. And I want to offer my services to you for a complete hour. Let's see if my program can't help you walk through this process of life. Let's see if my program can help you through these things that you're going through. Like I said earlier, there are testimonials on our website, setfreelife.net. Go check them out. But I'm telling you guys, invest in yourself. Take this hour. It's a complimentary session. No obligation at all. The link is down below or above wherever this podcast is. And you can click on that link and you can schedule a time and it'll be over a Zoom call, conference call or a phone call. And I want to I want to sit down. I want to talk with you. Let's find out what is covering you and hindering you from moving forward. It's my passion, guys to help people be set free. So once again, this is Pastor Paul, your life recovery coach. Reach out to me if you need me at setfreelife.net and we'll see you on the next Coach's Corner. Love y'all.